0: Good morning. Today's reading is 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 54 to 55. When the perishable puts on the imperishable, and the mortal puts on immortality, then shall come to pass the saying that it is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? This is the word of the Lord. Please be seated. wait for it. Well, good morning. It is so good to see you all here together and to be here. My name's Dave. I'm one of the pastors here at Redemption Tucson, and I'm glad we have people here um, in the shade. And uh, those of you who aren't, um, you're stronger for it. Um, but yeah, we gave, you, uh, we gave you these nice fans that also have some words on them uh, that you can use. So that's good. But use the fan. I also know that we've got this like gold behind me here. There's shade. I won't be offended if you have to, if you need to go back there. I might even just like turn around and look at you. It'll be a little closer, but um, we can do that. We can do a 360 degree um, <laughs> stage kind of thing. So again, uh, we, we don't want anyone hyperventilating. If you can't breathe, take your mask off and uh, just breathe. Um, okay. It's okay. So, um, I want to get into our time together, uh, this morning. And I also want to say hello, um, online. We are so glad that you're joining us. We, we love you. Uh, we see you. We wish we could all be here together. Um, but, but again, we just want to say good morning and and happy Easter to you. And I also want to let you know that I have a Tutter, so that'll kind of come in and out as I go, as I as I preach. I'm not having a heat stroke, um, I don't think, but uh, if so, you'll you'll know, all right. And please don't just leave weed me up here by myself. Uh, come help, all right. But um, how about I pray for us and we get into our time together. Heavenly Father, thank you for things that we I have taken for granted for a long time. Lord, Easter morning. Being together is something I just assumed was always a given, but Lord, we are experiencing um, something that we haven't as a church in, in um, over a year. Lord, we are together. We thank you that we can be here. Thank you for the breeze. Lord, thank you for um, technology, for the ability to, to make this happen. And I pray that, that through our time together in your word, that you will move among us. Um, Lord, I embrace and acknowledge the fact that my words are foolish and are, 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 are um, inconceivable. Uh, Lord, they're stumbling and b- bumbling uh, outside of you doing a work. But, but Lord, I trust and, and, and we uh, trust that, that you can and have spoken to us through your word. And, and we are asking that, that by your spirit, Lord, even if there are some here here in, in person, maybe even some online who, who don't expect to hear anything from you, uh, I, I pray, Lord, that you will break through, that you will soften our hearts, you will open our ears to hear from you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Death, where is your victory? Death, where is your sting? Let's sit in that for a moment. That sounds like a really cruel thing to say, right? It sounds foolish. It sounds, maybe at best, kind of tone deaf, Right? But, but for some of us, we've just gotten used to that kind of thing. We, maybe we even treat Easter as something that we can kind of get dressed up and kind of pretend that, that the hard things of life aren't actually happening. I remember as a kid, that was often my experience. I would think, wow, we're everyone's smiling and there's flowers and there's all these bright colors and, and things like that. And there, there are sweets and sugary things. But this day or this weekend or this season or this life, has been difficult. And yet it seems like we're just supposed to play ostrich, right? What does an ostrich do, kids? It sticks his head in the sand and pretends that danger isn't there, that hardship isn't there. Why well, no death does sting? Uh, some of you know, we have lost in our family a lot over this last year. Just uh, a month ago, my older brother and sister-in-law passed away and their children are, I think watching online. Hello. I love you. See you. I'm so glad you're a part of this. Well, man, if death doesn't sting, why am I, I just have allergies. Is that what's going on? (laughs) I'm not crying. Right. There's, well, it does sting. It does hurt. I want to ask you what 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 stings right now for you in life? What kind of death are you experiencing? What kind of death have you experienced over the last year or many years? I was talking with the dear sister Shirley this morning. we were we've been mutually encouraging one another, her more than me, but encouraging each other, praying for each other. Right, regarding loss. But there's all kinds of loss. It's not just the end of life. It's loss of dreams, loss of relationship, loss of physical ability. Right, As we get older, some of us experience that. Amen. Right, um, It's a little harder to get out of bed. It hurts a little more at the end of the day. It's, we experience all kinds of deaths. We lose relationships and friendships or, or dreams, jobs, plans, all kinds of things. There is loss. And again, what do we do with that? We might be tempted to kind of take on a Hawaiian Lung, Lung, king mentality and just say, oh, it's just the way it's supposed to be, right? Oh, it's the, the circle of life. This is just what happens, right? Death in taxes. Or We have these silly trite sayings that we just kind of throw out there to maybe comfort each other, which doesn't work, right? Or try to comfort ourselves and, and and yet we 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 feel like we can't just admit, no, this really hurts. Well, let me tell you, the gospel, the word gospel means good news. Well, is it really good news if you can't look it square in the face and deal with life's most painful, difficult realities? If you have to pretend if if God is powerful, then we shouldn't have to protect him. So what I want to do in our brief time this morning is to be able to look at whatever pain and difficulty you and I are facing in life and stand square in front of it. Look at it nose to nose, face to face. Okay, because and we should be able to say, if we're honest, that's not the way it should be. Okay, brothers who celebrated easter here together in tucson 2 years ago shouldn't just tragically randomly seemingly out of the blue no longer be able to do that right broken relationships physical ailments cancer diagnoses well whatever it might be it shouldn't be that way and if you're saying that let me encourage you god agrees with you in first corinthians chapter 15 verse 26 it says, the last enemy to be defeated is death. Okay, God recognizes that death is an enemy. If you read the first two chapters of Genesis, if you've if you're familiar at all with the with the creation story, it's actually Hebrew poetry and it's beautiful. And it paints a picture of an all-knowing, all-wise God, a creative artist and architect who, who builds everything to be beautiful and good and, and, and perfect and harmoniously working together. And as, as, the, as, the, as, the, as the most shining point of his creation, he created you and me and us to bear his image and that everything would be good and perfect and right. Our relationship with God, our relationship with ourselves? Let me ask you there for a moment. Are you experiencing a kind of death in terms of your own relationship with yourself is broken, it is a struggle? There's anxiety or depression. The person looking back at you at the mirror feels like a stranger. Let me tell you, God doesn't bury his head in the sand and say, oh, just, just slap on a smile. Slap on a pink tie and pretend it's okay no he says I see you and I agree with you that's not the way it's supposed to be death is our enemy and God has dealt with it we're told that um that that sin is the cause of death in R- Romans chapter 3, verse 23, the scriptures say, the wages of sin is death. A wage is what you get, right? You work and you get something in return. You, 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 you do something and you get something back. It's a, it's, a, it's a consequence, right? Well, death is the result of sin. Sin in a nutshell is broken relationship. It's God created you and me to love him, to know him, to experience flourishing life through him and from him, that our identity and our purpose, that every relationship we have would come from him and would be the way it's supposed to be. But sin is us corporately as human beings. And can you agree with me individually saying, no, thanks God. I want to do it my way. I want life to be figured out my way. I want my marriage to, to look the way I want it to look in order to give me the most satisfaction that I want to get. I don't want to submit to the way you said it should be. I'll have it my way, right, as that famous song says. It's, it's my job, my, my, my whatever it might be. I want to take a shortcut. I want to figure it out. I don't want to submit to your ways, God, And we're all culpable. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Right? Where have you, I don't know your dirty laundry, right? But just consider right now, again, sit before God and even consider the question, where have you said and chosen not God? I would say we all have. We've all experienced and suffered under sin in different way. And, Again, if we're honest with ourselves, God could have left us there, right? He could say, I, I created you to know me, to-, to experience life through me. And then we rebelled against him. We walked away. We, we are told we all like sh- sheep have gone astray, each one to his own way. We have wandered away and, and-, and left him and-, and God could say, okay. He could say, like some of us think, he could have given us some clues and a path back to him and kind of sat there waiting. Or he could have said, sorry kids, but this is a word that's in the Bible. Said He could have said, to hell with you. You've made your bed, now sleep in it. But but hear me, the, the message of Good Friday, the message of Sunday morning of, of Easter, the message of Jesus risen is that, that that's not what God has done. That God is a pursuing God. Okay, we're, we're told that Jesus came and, and he entered into our brokenness. He, he took on flesh. He came into, he knew, he knew pain and death in every way that you and I know. He knew broken relationships. He knew, he knew disappointment. He knew friendships, an ending. He knew it. He experienced it. He's not a God who is far off. He is a God who is close and he has come and, 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 and entered into our mess, into our situation, into our brokenness. And, 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 and he, hear me right now. If, if you wonder, does God care? We're told in Romans chapter five, verse eight, God demonstrates his love for you. He shows you his love in that while you're yet a sinner, Christ died for you. Not on your best day, not when you got all your ducks in a row and you cleaned up your house and then you opened the door and you invited God in. No, when you were running full speed the other direction, God pursued you. God loves you. And he demonstrates it. If you wonder, am I lovable? God's message to you is, yes, I've pursued you. I love you. How did he do it? In Philippians chapter two, we see what kind of love he took on for us. Okay, he says this in Philippians chapter two, verse seven, he emptied himself by taking the form of a servant being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. He humbled himself. He didn't just stand back and wave a magic wand. He who had everything and deserved everything gave it all up for you. He died for you. But let's pause there for a moment and sit in the reality of where we are. Some of us know Jesus died, right? Some of us um, celebrate and recognize that yeah, Jesus was a great man. He laid down his life. But let's acknowledge if it ended there, then, then, then there's no way we could say death, where is your sting? Right? If Jesus died, he is really, really good, but he's powerless. It's, it's more, personal, more personally, it's as though Jesus says, I see your pain, I see your struggle, I see your sadness, I see your anxiety, I see your depression, I see your loss, I see your divorce, and I'm really cheering for you. Wasn't well, that frustrating? Can, we can be honest, we can say, uh, you're good, but you're, you're impotent. You're powerless, but the good news of Easter morning is that Jesus is both good and powerful. Amen. If we, if, 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 if we just end there, Jesus died for you, then we can say, wow, he's really, really good, but I'm still afraid. I'm still sad. I'm still devastated. Okay, we would be like his followers who showed up at the tomb afraid, but the angel was sitting there like kicking back on top of the tomb that had this massive rock that had been rolled away and they were terrified and this angel, God's messenger said, do not be afraid. I see your fear. You have good reason to fear. You saw Jesus die, but he is no longer dead. You are searching for the living among the dead. He is not here, but he is risen. Come on, can we clap for that? Can we celebrate that? That is the reality of, of this day. If Jesus is risen from the dead and he is, that is the only way we can look at death square in the eye and say, though I am weeping, though I am wrecked, though I am so sad, though I feel abandoned, though I feel alone, this isn't the end of the story. Death, you don't win. You don't have the final victory. Amen. Jesus does. Jesus rose. And here's the deal. How does Jesus raising from the dead connect with your and my life today? And I'm just going to tell you full disclosure, this thing overheated where my notes are usually, I haven't had them. Okay. So God's speaking right now. Okay. And, 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 and his message to you is outside of him, there is no life but through him, scripture tells us, it is as though he is the firstborn. Jesus lay dead, but then he rose. He was given a new body. He, he, he was given new life. And he says, this is a, a picture of what's to come for you. If you put your trust in Jesus, the story of scripture, the end of the story is one day we will all, though we die, through him, we will live. Though we suffer right now, though we have cancer diagnosis, though we have wounded knees and ailing backs, that's not the end of the story. One day, everything will be made new. Uh, Though we weep now, and it's good and right to weep and to grieve, but that won't be the end of the story. We're told that Jesus himself will wipe away every tear. He will reconcile all things to himself. But let me close with this passage from, um, from, uh, from John chapter 11. And let me get there. In John chapter 11, one of Jesus' closest followers was afraid, was sad, was wondering, God, where are you? God, are you good, but not powerful? Jesus, I thought you cared. I thought you loved me. I thought you loved my family. You made all kinds of promises. What's going on? And Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Will you and I die physically? Yes. Are we, will we continue to experience death in different forms throughout our lives? Yes. But Jesus' message, his encouragement to you right now this morning is through him. Though you die, yet you will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me, Jesus says, will never die. And then he asks a question, do you believe this? I believe he's asking you personally, individually this morning, do you believe this? Every week we respond in four ways as a church. When we hear the good news of Jesus, we respond by singing. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and invite up the worship team right now. They're going to come up here. We will sing because Jesus raising from the dead is worth celebrating, is worth singing about. Okay, we give. We give in response to everything we have God has given us. So we give joyfully and gladly. And so if you're so led, you can do that online. We, we give, we take communion. If you're a follower of Jesus, I encourage you and invite you to take communion, to remember, to feel, to taste. Jesus broke his body and poured out his blood for you. So you may have life. We do this every week and then we pray. And I want to say this a little differently this morning, this afternoon. We're going to take some time to pray and do it in such a way where you're considering that question. Jesus asking you specifically, do you believe this? Jesus saying, I love you, I pursue you, I see your pain, I see the death around you, I see your tears, I see your, 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 your suffering of all kinds of different ways, and, and though you suffer, and though you weep, and though you are experiencing death, Jesus says, through me, come to me, and I will give you life. Do you believe the only way to experience that life is through belief. And belief is not just intellectual assent. It's not just, oh yeah, I checked that box. No, it's surrender. It's submission. It's, I don't understand it. I don't know, God, why I'm experiencing this. I don't understand. I can't quote a verse in the Bible, but I believe you're good. I believe you love me. I believe you gave yourself for me. So in response, I surrender to you. If you've never done that, um, some of the pastors and myself included will be here on either side. We'd love to talk to you, to pray with you. If someone invited you here, I'd encourage you to, there's plenty of room to go somewhere to find some shade, to talk, to pray together, to be prayed for. So let me now pray as we respond. Will you actually stand with me? And I even encourage you to hold your hands like this. Okay, to, to, to receive God's blessing. Again, pause right now and consider it's just you and God right now. Jesus is asking you, do you believe? He's saying, look at me. Don't look away from. Don't look at your at your at your at everything else you're experiencing. Don't 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 use this as a, as a moment to kind of zone out and to think about some sporting event or some or the heat even or 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 anything else right now. Look at your Creator, in the eyes. He's asking you. Do you believe? Do you see my love for you? Jesus is saying, I gave my life for you. I broke my body. I shed my blood. I love you. You are worth dying for. But don't stay dead. Jesus' message is he has risen from the dead and he's inviting you into life. Experience the fullness of his resurrected life now, today, and for all eternity. Heavenly Father, we are left in your hands. We are like clay. Do a work through your spirit in us right now. Some of us might be confused. What's going on in my heart right now? Where are these tears coming from? Lord Jesus, have your way with us. You are both powerful and good. We entrust ourselves to you as we respond now. In Jesus' name, amen.